Welcome to the Hot to Trot podcast. Today, we will be talking about a role model in my life named Mr. D'Angelo. Mr. D was a marketing teacher at my high school. He taught marketing for over 52 years. One could argue that Mr. D was, was a celebrity at the school. Everyone knew who he was, and everyone wanted to take his classes. He was always laughing and smiling and always called himself the sexy Italian because he was Italian. As he got older, he started to age and his health declined throughout 2018. He started off the school year in August teaching his own classes. He went full days and he seemed fine, but he wasn't. His health continued to decline as the school year went on and after winter break, we came back to school. But Mr. D did not. His health greatly declined over break and was unable to teach the second semester of my senior year. Mr. D's partner in crime, Mr. McCabe, who also taught marketing, was greatly impacted by this. All the students were asking Mr. McCabe how Mr. D is doing and if he's going to be coming back anytime soon. Mr. McCabe said he's doing fine and he just needed some time to recover. That's all. Everyone was scared of what was going to happen. They were worried to think that they might not see him again. In addition to marketing, Mr. McCabe and Mr. D were also the advisors to an organization called DECA. DECA is an organization where high school students are given business scenarios and have to brainstorm ideas to solve those issues. I was the face of DECA in my high school, and therefore I was closer to Mr. D and McCabe than anyone else. One night, Mr. McCabe called me and said that Mr. D was, is in the hospital and he is not looking well. He called me on February 22nd, 2019, around 11 o'clock. I remember that because I was at my friend's house with about 15 people and I broke the news to everyone. And everyone was just silent for a solid 10 seconds. Nobody could believe the sexy Italian could ever look bad. The next day, Saturday, Saturday, February 23rd, 2019, was a gloomy one. The clouds covered the entire sky. There was a gray filter on everything around me. It felt like color didn't exist. In addition, everything was dark. It was like the sun decided to take a vacation. I noticed it, but I didn't think much of it, because in Ohio, days like this are common. Then around 7 o'clock p.m., I was going to go to a different friend's house, Grayson's. The clouds were still there. The gray filter turned black. I felt like the night had turned the darkest I've ever seen it. The street lamps were on, and a fog had appeared, and it made everything look like it was out of a horror movie. I noticed it, but I didn't think much of it because in Ohio, nights like this are common. But the one thing that stuck out to me while I was driving was a weird feeling. It's hard to describe. It was like something wasn't right. Something was off. And as I pulled up to my friend's house, that, fe- that feeling didn't subside. I walked to the front door, talked to his parents, and we proceeded to go downstairs to meet our other friends, Eric, Brady, Evan, and Logan. I brought up how eerie it was outside, and every single one of them agreed with me. They described it the same way. Something was off. But we went our, on our way and started to just hang out and have fun. It's hard to believe 
but we could feel the darkness outside. We could just feel the eeriness outside. Even though we were just in the basement. And once midnight hit, strange things started to happen. Our friends and I were all watching TV, sitting on the couch, about a foot from each other. Grace's parents were asleep, and no one else was in the house. We are all laughing and having fun, but then we heard something fall behind us. All of us froze. Our skin turned white. Our hearts popped out of our chest. We all looked at each other in fear, because we didn't know what just happened. We looked at what fell, and we discovered it was a ball from a shelf. We had played door the basketball, and you know, the small hoop you hang on the back of your door. But that was hours ago. If the ball was going to fall, it would have fallen a long time ago. The shelf was level. We could not think of any logical reason of how the ball could have fallen. It freaked us out a little bit, but it didn't scare us. A little later, we were doing the same thing, watching TV, but we heard footsteps above us. Christian's parents were still asleep, and there's no one else in the house. We did the same thing. We froze, our skin turned white, and our hearts popped out of our chest. Grayson went to investigate because it was his house, and we had thought it might have been his parents. He came back down and said no one was up there. I asked him if this has ever happened before, and he said no. Then we started talking about the possibility of this being paranormal. I then brought up the eeriness I covered the night again. We decided to look outside to see how far the darkness had grown. The best way I could, I could describe it would be the start of the apocalypse. The darkness was like being lost in the woods at night, being miles away from civilization. The fog was more like streams of moisture instead of a blanket like it usually is. The feeling that something was not right had only grown inside all of us. This is what scared us the most out of everything that has happened so far. We decided to put on a movie and just go to sleep. We went to sleep around 4 a.m. I shared the couch with Grayson while, while everyone else slept on the floor. I was the first one to wake up. I woke up around 9.30 a.m. I checked my phones to see an email from my high school. It said that Mr. D passed away earlier this morning at 3.22 a.m. from organ failure. I was in shock. Mr. D taught three different generations. I wanted my kids to experience high school with him because he made everything better. And I realized that wasn't going to happen anymore. I'll never be able to hear his laugh again, never be able to see his smile again, never be able to hear him say, hot to trot, again. I woke everyone else up as soon as I read the email and told them what happened. No one could believe me until they saw the email from themselves. We talked about it for a few minutes, but I couldn't handle it. I just wanted to get home and lay in my bed. I gathered my things, got in my car, and started driving home. A few minutes into driving, I thought of Mr. McCabe. I gathered the courage to call him, but he didn't pick up. I want to leave a message, and I could 
couldn't clearly speak due to my quivering lip and the tears flowing from my eyes. It took me four tries to leave a short message for him. I remember exactly where I was when I left that message. Every time I drive by that place, I think of it. I got home. I wasn't able to say a single word before my parents came and hugged me. Turns out they also got the email. They're just as upset as I was because my mom was also taught by Mr. D. Later that day, I sent out a mass email to everyone in my high school. Then I put on my Snapchat asking people to wear a blue shirt or a DECA shirt the next day to school in honor of Mr. D. Typically, a person would need administrative permission in order to do this, and I felt like it was not needed for this situation. Brother and I drove to school in our blue shirts. I walked into the building, and every single person was wearing a blue shirt, including administration. Mr. D wasn't just a teacher. He was a symbol of our community, and he was a celebrity of our community. Everyone knew him, and he knew everyone by name. In my opinion, those paranormal events were caused by Mr. D in some way. I talked to my friends and about it afterwards, and they agree with me that in some way, we believe Mr. D had a role. As Grayson said, that was Mr. D's way of good, saying goodbye to us. According to Namashira, paranormal beliefs are hardly consistent with contemporary science findings, and it's unlikely that the mental events directly affect a physical event. Maybe we all think that the events had a purpose and not coincidental. Science would argue that there was a logical reason for those happenings. But in our minds, that was Mr. D. According to Kowafed, people who have the same gender role model tend to pursue a career in the role models field. Mr. D definitely had an impact on my life and is the reason I'm going into the business as a career. Throughout this podcast, I have used research from Korea to help better communicate this story to my listeners and create a better image for my listeners to, to imagine while listening to this podcast.